No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much and welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you the straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions. But the words of wisdom and solid advice come from the expert Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? Doing great. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to hear it as always. I hope, Brian, our listeners are doing very well today, too. Well, Brian, here we are. It's the first couple of days of October. I guess fourth quarter has finally begun. I mean, now, and I have to laugh there, you know, it's so hard to believe that we are this far into the year. We've dealt with so much, and I'm really hoping that 2021 is going to be a much better year. Do you think when the calendar turns to 2021, though, that it's going to be like a magic pill that we've taken and all the bad is going to go away, and it's just going to be smooth sailing from here on out, or do you think a lot of this is just going to carry over? Well, yeah, of course, it's going to carry over. Hopefully not as prevalent, though. I mean, you know, this is a year for the, the ages, I'm yeah, say, with all the things that have gone on, and we haven't even gone through the election yet. So stay tuned. There's more after this next commercial break. You know, <laughs> but wait, there's so more. <laughs> but wait, if that wasn't enough, we're gonna have that, and then uh, you know, then we'll have whatever comes out of that. The responses on either side. There's gonna be a lot of things going on in D.C. and around the world, and domestically. And you know, we're not out of the woods with the economy. I you know heard today that coronavirus is really second on people's mind anymore. Right. It's back to the economy. Well, you know, there's a lot uh, going on there. A lot of people still losing jobs. And it's interesting, though. One of the things I was, I was listening to the radio, and there was you know, a news report saying how many people are out of work. And then it was followed by advertisements, but they weren't advertising their product. Just the opposite. They were advertising, we need people. We need oh. skilled 
people. Yeah. And it was ad after ad. I'm like, isn't that interesting? They're not coming on here asking for more business. The problem is they have business, but they don't have skilled people to do it. Right. And so, of course, I'm a deep thinker, and I'm thinking, hmm, 875000 or whatever applied for unemployment, and people can't find anybody with a skill to work at jobs. I'm like, huh. So if I'm sitting there, if you're listening, I'm going to call you out a little bit if you're 25 to 35 or whatever, and you sitting there going, I don't have a job, but I've never taken the time to actually learn a marketable skill. I mean, go out and get that marketable skill because people want to hire you, not just 25 to 35, but I'm just saying that that's a point in time where you ought to go, well, I have a skill set. I have something marketable. I can support myself and my family on what I earn. You know, a couple of these ads were for mechanics. Right. I know that the trades people need people. I know that I need people. I need experienced CPAs. So if mm-hmm. anybody's listening, I'm an experienced CPA. I think I'd like to work at Brian's firm. Please right. give me a call. We're hiring. I've been hiring this year, but I'm not hiring people with no skills. I'm like, that doesn't help me. I I need somebody that has gone to, you know, whatever certifications they need and and, or work in harder jobs or whatever it is. Uh, You know, I understand if you're 20 years old, you don't have skill, you don't have experience. But again, if you're 30 years old and you've never attempted to really get a marketable skill set, now would be a good time because uh, there are jobs out there for you. Brian, I've noticed the same thing, too. I'm hearing these recruitment ads for everything from uh, drivers with CDLs to, like you said, it can be accountants, any number of things. And I'm seeing help wanted signs in some local retail businesses, too. So on one hand, yeah, we're hearing about all the jobs going away. But on the other hand, we're seeing people that are seeking skilled employees. And if you are a person who's listening to this program and maybe you are underemployed or you're unemployed due to COVID-19, do you think it's ever really too late to reinvent yourself to learn some new skills? Well, no, I never think that. Yeah, I, I think that uh, certainly if you're you know, 80 years old, you're probably not going to be learning marketable skills so you can go out on the job market and hit the ground running. I mean, that'd be a different thing. Now you got, you know, all the world full of all the different kind of things you could do. You, you know, be on charitable boards. You can learn how to play an instrument. You can learn something you've never learned before. You know, the art of gardening, whatever. You know, there's right. lots of things you can certainly do that are fulfilling to you as a, as a human. But no, it's never too late to learn skills. And frankly, it's, it's never been easier to start a business. In fact, it's easier to start a business than the United States than it is in any country on the planet. I mean, I was talking recently about another business venture myself, and I, I made the comment, it's almost a shame that it is so easy to start a business because I can just think it and go, well, I can make that business happen. And maybe, whoa, slow down, Brian. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And so, you know, it's, it's like, but it's easy. I could, I could do this and see how it goes. Well, there's not a lot of countries out there on the planet where you could just come up with an idea, put together the components, and just roll it out uh, very easily, very quickly, get the message out there very easily and quickly in today's with Google and, and websites and, and Facebook ads and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't take long. If you have the skills and you get it out there, people want those skills. They'll find you. And you could have a, a rip-roaring business before you know it. So it's, it's an interesting time. We've never had it this easy to get that word out on a business. 
So, but it all starts with the skill set. You can't do a good business if you don't have a good product. Just because you can start a business easily doesn't necessarily mean that you should do so. And I know, Brian, that you deal with a lot of businesses here at Madrona Financial. And are you finding that some people just don't really think through these business ideas and they come up with these wild ideas that I think, like you said, you know, here's a weightlifting shop that has all these tools and supplies for weightlifters in some out of the way place. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, having a good idea is, we call it the Blue Ocean Strategy, uh, based on that best-selling book, where you have something special and different. You're not competing with everybody else for the same thing. I mean, for instance, if there was a a drive-through espresso stand in in Everett, you wouldn't want six other ones next to it just because that one is doing well. And so location matters. They need management, accounting, finance, profitability, quality control, timing, great idea, all of these different components, and they all have to be working in, in concert, otherwise you'll probably fail. And so what, what I see is a lot of people don't necessarily consider all of that, and then later they fail, and they go, I wonder why I failed. Well, because you didn't have an accounting system, and your bookkeeper stole the money, or because nobody knew you were there, because your weightlifting supply shop was behind something else on the street, nobody knew you were there, and you didn't have a website. Or it's because... You were selling pies, but it cost you had $15 a pie to make it, and you were selling them for $12. You sold a lot of <laughs> pies, but, you know, I can go on and on, all the examples of where something was fatally flawed in all of this. You know, if you're a young lady, you meet the man of your dreams, but then you find out, you know, he lives in his parents' basement and, and hasn't worked ever a day in his life, you know, well, there's a fatal flaw, okay, maybe we should go somewhere else. It looks like David, but, you know, hey, that's just ain't going to work. So, you know, there's you got to search for the fatal flaw in your business model. But even if you don't want to have a business, I mean, most people aren't going to own their own business. Just get that skill set so somebody needs you and wants to hire you and promote you and encourage you and support you and, you know, work your way up, become a supervisor, maybe buy them out someday once you got the understanding of the business. I mean, these are all within your grasp, regardless of what kind of uh, skill set you have. Brian, with unemployment compensation the way it is, and this is sort of a touchy subject, I know that people have gotten stimulus checks and then they've gotten a little extra on top of their weekly unemployment. Is it kind of really, and I hate to ask this, but I think maybe we're in the right environment on this radio station, but is it really just too easy to be unemployed? Well, everything is about incentives. I mean, I didn't get up this morning to do this radio show just because that's the favorite thing I have. I love doing the show. But I love golfing, too. I probably right. would have rather gone golfing today. But I have to pay my bills. I've got to get the word out. I've got, you know, 30 employees. So I get up every day because I'm incentivized. If I wasn't incentivized, I'm probably sleeping in, you know, maybe play some golf. Or I probably couldn't afford golf. So, I'd, you know, I'd probably, you know, I don't know, maybe I'd do something else because I'm not working. But if I'm getting paid not to work, well, then I'm probably sleeping in and golfing, you know, eventually. We're designed to work, but, you know, it's not more fun than the things we find fun. So we have to have those incentives. I'm a strong believer in that. So I have no problem saying, yeah, if I was getting, if you were going to say, Brian, we're going to double your pay to stay home and not do the show anymore, I'm going, huh, I might take you up on that. You know, I I don't know that I would (laughs) would turn that down. So that's just human nature. So yeah, if you're getting paid not to work, you're probably not applying for jobs during that period of time until that runs out. And then the problem is, though, looking ahead, is when it runs out, it also ran out for I don't know how many other million people that are all applying for jobs at the exact same time. 
your chances of getting that job, once everybody's looking for it, went way down. So in the end, you're going to end up with less because you weren't proactive and said, I, I need to get my skill set. I need to get my job. Even if it's a little bit of cut, at least I'll have it and I'll, I'll go you know, forward. So you, you kind of have to look at the big picture. And I want to go back to maybe starting a business. And, you know, you did an article. Which publication was this article for that you wrote called The Entrepreneur's Wheel? Yeah, it was, I guess, uh, 8.7 million people got that one, evidently. Did you know that Costco magazine, Costco online, is the third most read publication in the in the country? I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, it's behind two AARP publications. It's not People magazine. It's not Time. It's right. Costco in, in the third spot. That's who published my paper. What were some of the spokes of that wheel? Yeah, I'll try and remember them all. I tried to name some earlier where most people start with an idea they think is good. But again, that idea has to be special. And what blue ocean strategy means is that it's you picture two oceans next to each other with a divider and one's red and one's blue. Well, the one on the red side is full of activity. Everybody's swimming in the same thing. They're all taking chunks out of each other, and it's a bloody mess. That's what mostly business is for most people. They don't have anything special, different than their competition. So you want to be the one that jumps the divide over in the other ocean where you're swimming alone. So, for instance, I'll just use myself as an example. I can go up, okay, someone's talking to two advisors, and the other advisor offered them a 60-40 stock bond split. Can you answer any tax questions? No, I'm not a CPA. Estate planning, trust, real estate, business succession, you know, on and on. And they go, no, 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 no. And then they come visit us and I go, yes, 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 yes. So I don't swim in the red ocean. I don't see other people doing what we can do because of the CPA firm and the fact that we can do the, you know, your stock market investing and financial planning and life insurance annuities, CPA, tax estimates, projections, estate planning, trust. Real estate advice, passive and active, you know, business succession, as I mentioned, uh, accounting, everything under the sun we can do. And so uh, I don't have any competition. There isn't anybody else out there doing that. And so I'm in a blue ocean. So that's the first step. And then, of course, I got to have good accounting. Well, I'm, we're pretty good accountants, so I'm, I got good accounting. We have to get good management. I've got some great managers and then myself. We have to have financing. We have to be profitable. That's why I'm on this show. I want to get more clients. We can be profitable. We can grow. We have to have good quality control. We certainly have a great admin staff for that. You know, these are some of the, we have to be profitable. I can't pay $2 million in salary and collect $1.5 million in revenue this year. You know, it just doesn't work. And so all of these components have to be uh, working because if I, if I had all of them except for profitability, I'm dead. If I had them all except for a great idea or location, I'm dead. I had them all except for I, I didn't know where I was and, and nobody knew where the money was. I'm dead or, you know, so as a business. So you, you got to have them all working in tandem. And once again, that was Entrepreneur's Wheel in Costco Magazine. If you have questions about a business or questions about a financial plan, maybe you want to set yourself up so you have a happy and prosperous retirement. Once again, you can get a complimentary no-cost, no-obligation plan with Brian here at Madrona Financial. Call 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And as always, you can vet the firm online at madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be right back with more of our show after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. 
Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management, and best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. In today's fast-paced world, we're used to having information at our fingertips. And when you're trying to research something, more information is always better, especially when it comes to retirement planning. That's why Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services, has made his 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement available for free. You can get your free copy by visiting madronafinancial.com. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement covers the basics of retirement planning. Brian shares his thoughts on investing, taxes, estate planning, lifestyle, and more. As a CPA and investment advisor, Brian has the knowledge to help make your retirement planning process manageable. Brian has also been a featured speaker on CNBC and Fox Business. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement will give you a thorough analysis from an expert. Madrona Financial offers beneficial information to properly prepare for retirement. Get your free copy of the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement by visiting madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to talk about investing in retirement. And Brian, the first question I have about investing in retirement, is investing in retirement dramatically different than the investments that you would make during your accumulation phase of life? What I mean by that is the years that you're working. I would say yes. They're very different. I mean, my accumulation phase, I'm investing in myself. I'm investing in my education. I'm investing in my young kids. I'm investing in my first house. I'm investing potentially in a business. I'm investing for decades in growing that business. Investing in 401k plans and going with an aggressive portfolio, hoping that the market will be higher in the future than it is in the present. I'm investing in all kinds of things. Now, now conversely, in retirement, I'm not doing any of those really maybe the market for a portion of my stuff but you know i have to be careful what if between let's say i'm i'm 63 or 65 and i retire and i decide okay these next 10 years are my fun years they're my go-go years i'm really going to go for it and let's say we have a repeat of the decade of 2000 through 2010 you're in trouble because you start taking money out of a dropping market where you had two crashes and, and you, you end up at the end of the 10 years, you don't have enough to make it. That's if you had invested all in the market. So, so certainly you have to have other things going on because growth of, potential growth of asset is much less important to a 70-year-old than it is a 30-year-old. A 70-year-old wants cash flow 
and some security. A 30-year-old gets cash flow from their job. They don't care about security as nearly as much because, well, if something doesn't go right, I don't have all that much anyway because I'm only 30, and I can earn it back or you know, I can make mistakes and recover from that. So certainly in this scenario I just laid out, there's very little in common between the investments someone might make during the accumulation phase of their life and the investments someone might make during the distribution phase of their life. So Brian, just because you're in the distribution phase does not mean that you should stop trying to accumulate money. Now, you can certainly live off the money that you have. You can make some investments such as an annuity, but let's say that you still want to put a little money at risk. I mean, are investments such as the market totally out of the question for somebody who's in retirement? Absolutely not. So you got people on the radio that are saying, take your money out of the market. Don't leave it in the market. Buy gold. Take it out of the market. Buy my safe investment strategies that we've spent years working on and all this stuff. That's just a fixed index annuity, by the way. Nothing wrong with having some of that, but I sure wouldn't just abandon the market because as we, as I repeat to people that, you know, they're calling me going, oh, I don't know about the market for the rest of my life. It's too volatile. It just goes down. I had one person this week say, I don't want to be in the market. All it does is go down. I'm like, huh. Well, let's see. You know, I was in my 20s. I'm a Dow finally crossed a thousand. I remember when it crossed 2,000, and I was reading article after article in the newspaper, by the way, because we didn't have the internet. And all the articles said it can't go any higher. 2,000 is ridiculous. It was 1,000 not that long ago. Sell, sell, sell. And then it went to 5,000 before you knew it. And then it went to 10. And then now it's in the, you know, in the mid to upper 20s. And we went, huh, well, that's pretty clear that it does go up, but it doesn't go up in a straight line or anything close to it. And that's the issue. So if you don't have, you know, 40 years on your, in, in your time frame or 30 years, you probably don't want all of your money in that. You probably want to uh, have some. Certainly, you want some growth, and, but you want some security. You want some cash flow. You want some tax savings. You want liquidity. Uh, stocks don't do all five of those things and they do a couple of them they're very liquid and they can grow and they certainly have proven to grow over time so i think that you don't abandon anything don't abandon annuities because ken fisher tells you to don't abandon uh, real estate don't abandon uh, just having cash in your account to to live on you know just to have liquid Don't abandon any of these things, life insurance, whatever, as an asset class. Don't abandon any of them. Actually look at all of them and see how they can fit together within a proper portfolio during your distribution phase. I can understand those people who want to preserve their assets. They don't want to put a lot of it at risk. And, you know, as you said, there are annuities, there are safe money investments. But if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying that investing in retirement is something that you should do. And that depends upon your risk tolerance. How comfortable are you with money that, you know, you possibly could lose? So when you do a financial plan for somebody, how do you assess their risk tolerance or how do you help them assess their risk tolerance? That's a great question because I, I, as I think about it, one of the primary things I do is I solve for cash flow. So if they say, look, I want to spend 100000 a year in retirement. I've got a small, you know, I got a pension. I'm, you know, 10 years away, whatever, five years away. I'm going to have Social Security. My spouse is going to have Social Security and I have a little bit of rental income from a couple rental houses. They're getting older. And so, okay, here's where I'm at. And I've got, I project about 60000 a year coming in, but we're spending a hundred, And I'm working now. What can I do? 
And so I can take a look at that and go, okay, so first off, your rentals aren't producing much of a cash flow, maybe 1% to 2% of their fair market value. We're going to do a DST on those and get that cash flow up. We're going to get you in a fixed index annuity with increasing lifetime cash flow second to die. Never can run out. Maybe a fixed index universal life with tax-free cash flow in retirement. Maybe some private non-traded REITs with cash flow that's you know, your share of the rental income. We're going to start putting these things together. And at the end, you know, the goal would be that we have your cash flow basically accounted for. Now we, don't, we haven't even touched any of the earnings or growth of any stock market piece. So the stock market piece now is our cushion. And so we can look at that and go, oh, so I'm already basically there. I, I got my guaranteed kind of a mailbox money, I call it, money coming in every month that I can rely on that's going to be coming in to cover my expenses. So regardless of what my stock market investments, how they fluctuate, I'm not that concerned because I'm not really necessarily pulling from that. I say exactly. Maybe when it's up, you pull some. Maybe when it's up, you help your grandkids with their college education or, you know, whatever. You have a plan for that. But that's kind of more your cushion rather than, oh, my gosh, the market dropped. I had to pull money out to live on. And now that's not there to recover anymore. And my whole retirement is messed up now because I relied on something that was too volatile for me at the age that I was. So again, instead, we have all these different things working in unison to make sure that we know where our cash flow is going to be because that's the king. Cash flow is king in retirement. And so if that's there, then the rest of it can start to fall into place and we can actually take a little more risk with our stock market investment. You don't have to buy a bunch of 10-year treasuries. You can have some riskier assets that you think will go up because you've taken care of your cash flow. We've talked about the stock market a great deal. Are there other opportunities that people can invest in other than the stock markets where they might get a little growth? Well, yeah, I mean, growth can be looked at in different ways because people will say, well, okay, that fixed index annuity, it pays me cash flow for life. Uh, What's my rate of return? And I always chuckle. (laughs) Well, that depends. I'll I'll tell you exactly what it's going to be. You just have to answer one question. They say, what's that? What day are you going to (laughs) die? And your spouse, you know, I don't know what your rate of return is going to be. I always say, well, it's going to be very high if you live a really long time. I mean, because, you know, you got a bunch of free money from the insurance company. It will be relatively moderate if you live your life expectancy, because that's what they're expecting. Some of them offer an extra life insurance component if you die prematurely. So I say, well, your internal rate of return would be high if you both get hit by a bus early, but I don't recommend that for planning purposes, you know. So, you know, it's... (laughs) It, it depends on, on that. So your growth, it's not, it's not that, oh, I, I, I can't max out growth with an annuity. That's right. But you can guarantee cash flow for life second to die, which, which is more important to you when you're 80 years old. The fact that you got another check in the mailbox every month or the value on a piece of paper going up and down, you know, and, and maybe being much higher. I, you know, I, I take the security of the, of the cash flow over the potential of growth if I'm 80 years old, certainly. And so that's what retirement is planning for, is those later years. So, again, think your priorities change, I guess, is the bottom line here. And I, I, want, I want it all. I want all those components in my portfolio. 
If you have questions about this particular topic or maybe you want a plan, maybe you don't have a financial plan or if you do have one and you want a second, third, maybe even a fourth opinion, by all means, give Brian Evans a call here at Madrona Financial Services or the other planner. Certainly, there are many people here besides Brian who can work with you. That number is 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And again, as we always say, please do yourself a favor and vet the firm. Take a look at it at madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth. We'll take a quick break. Be right back to talk about annuities, the ins and outs, ups and downs under the hood and more when our show continues after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. Many people are experiencing unexpected job loss and find themselves in uncharted waters. From some of the largest employers in our area laying off employees to the smallest having to close their doors, this is impacting many of us and our neighbors. Losing a job is hard enough. But with the added stress of what to do with your 401k or other employer-sponsored plans, it can feel overwhelming. At Madrona Financial Services, we are here to help bring clarity, direction, and strategy to your financial world. Our staff of wealth managers and CPAs can answer your questions and provide the type of guidance these times require. You can start by scheduling a complimentary phone call or virtual meeting so we can discuss your personal situation and how we may be able to help. There are important financial considerations when it comes to certain employer-sponsored plans. We'll help explain your options so you can avoid any unnecessary penalties or taxes. Schedule your complimentary meeting today at 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. madronafinancial.com That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management, and best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. You can't build a house with just one tool and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about the ins and outs of annuities. Basic definition of an annuity. How would you describe that sort of in the elevator speech or in sort of a little thumbnail, Brian? Well, I would say there's a couple ways that you can get investments outside of doing them yourself. One is through Wall Street and one is through insurance companies. So annuities are products offered by insurance companies. So annuities is a very broad topic. My favorite analogy for that is saying that, you know, comparing it to cars. I have a car and you have a car. Do we have the same thing? Are they the same? Well, mine's a Yugo and yours is a Tesla. (laughs) We don't have the same thing. One's a good car. One's a not good car. There are good annuities. There are not good annuities. There are good, you know, Wall Street investments. 
There are not good Wall Street investments, so it just means it's an insurance company product. As you said, there are good annuities, there are bad annuities, there are insurance company products, they are not Wall Street. So the fact that they're insurance company products, would you say that that makes them less risky, if at all risky whatsoever, than a Wall Street product? Yes, I would say that's less risky because Wall Street products don't have any built-in contractual agreements. So the annuity is a contract between you and the insurance company. And part of those contracts means that they're adding guarantees, whereas Wall Street can't do that. And so, you know, that's one of the, the primary differences there, that even though they can fluctuate, there are certain annuities that can fluctuate in value downward and certain do not, but they all have guarantees, whether they guarantee some kind of cash flow over time or guarantee against losses or guarantee a return of, of original costs. They have some kind of guarantee built into that contract. Now, I've heard annuities marketed as guaranteed income for life that you cannot outlive, and I want to talk about that. But first, let's talk about the two basic types of annuities that there are. Number one is the immediate annuity, and then there are deferred annuities. The difference is, do you want your cash now or cash later? So let's talk about the immediate annuities a little bit. How do those work? So this is one category of difference, and then we'll talk about another category of difference. So this would be the difference if you're buying an annuity to pay you cash flow for life, then you're looking at immediate or deferred. Immediate means you give give the insurance company money today and they start giving you a check next month, essentially. And those checks last usually for your lifetime. That is very similar to a pension. So if you're at, say, Boeing and they offer you a pension at retirement, they're essentially offering you an immediate annuity, cash flow for life. Is there any residual value? Probably not. If you die and, and you didn't have a second to die, then that's it. it. It's done when you are. And so they start paying you right away. Now, the deferred annuities, you actually give it to the insurance company to invest for a period of time, maybe one year, three years, five years, ten years before you start taking those payments. And, you know, why would I do that? I'd rather have monthly checks right away. Well, the reason someone might consider that is because immediate annuities, because bond yields are so low right now, and they're essentially funding them with bonds, they, they can't pay very much. And they, you know, the interest rates are too low. So most immediate, and I'm not even selling any immediate annuities. I, I'm not. It would be a very weird situation, maybe a trust for a special needs person or whatever. But there's just not enough bang for the buck right now, given interest rates are so low. So I'm, I'm not really selling immediate annuities. I'm only doing, for cash flow for life, I'm doing deferred annuities. Give that insurance company a few years to invest that money and get some bang for the buck. On the, on the other side, they'll certainly be able to pay you a lot more than if you just start right away. So with an immediate annuity, you put a certain amount of money into an annuity and you begin getting your payout in as soon as a month from the time that you do that. But you're saying that right now, the interest rates are really not that good on that. We've also described these as sort of like CDs on steroids because you can get them in two, five, seven, ten year increments. But you're selling deferred annuities. And the difference here, correct me if I'm wrong, is that let's say I put a couple hundred thousand dollars into this annuity. I may not begin to take my payout for five five years, and in that five years, the annuity grows in interest so that I get more. Is that about right? Yeah, and just to clarify, the CD on steroids is a different kind of annuity. The one that we're talking about right now is the immediate versus the deferred. Both of them are designed for cash flow for life. Uh, The CD on steroids is more like a CD alternative. It doesn't pay cash flow for life. So we'll talk about that in a second, too. Right, right. But yeah, with the, uh, the cash flow for life annuities, I am doing the ones with a deferral. 
I also uh, tend to look at ones that maybe have an increase payout over your lifetime instead of a flat payout. Because certainly, if you have 30 years of retirement and you have a flat payout, it, it all looks rosy today, but 20 years from now, you're going, huh, boy, that inflation really took a toll on this monthly check. This monthly check doesn't seem nearly as big as it did 20 years ago. You know, all you have to do is think back 20 years as to what things cost then compared to today. And you go, oh, yeah, maybe I should. We've had low inflation, yet things are way more expensive over 20 years. Maybe I should consider inflation in my retirement plan. So, again, my deferred annuities where you have some time to wait and have the insurance company uh, hold that money and invest it, then they're able to give you more. And then, again, I want to look to ones that are going to pay increasing amounts to cover inflation, too. And that's why financial planning is important to do early. It's very, very difficult for me when somebody comes to me and says, I'm 65 years old. I'm retiring next month. I've got this amount of money. I need cash flow in retirement. What can you do for me, Brian? I'm like, ugh, not much. Uh, that's, well, that's very challenging. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but if they come to me and they say, I'm retiring in five years or 10 years, oh, Okay. Uh, we can talk. I got lots of stuff, but it's very difficult when you've cut down my time frame to, in order to help you. Now, there are many different insurance companies out there. There are probably thousands of those insurance companies, and many of them offer annuities. All annuities and all insurance companies are not created equal. And for those people who may have missed it last week, you had a client who came in recently who was sold an annuity, but it was not the right annuity for her. Can you recap that story a little bit and talk about why it's so important to talk to the individual before they purchase an annuity and make sure they're getting the right one? Yeah, I remember that one because this person had the choice of a company pension or buying an annuity. And and the annuity salespeople that advertise on the radio all the time and one of the radio personalities says, go see my friends here. They'll take care of you. Yeah, they took care of her. (laughs) Not well, uh, because she had a really well um, negotiated pension and she would have been much better off taking that than buying an annuity. So I would have told her, don't buy an annuity from me. Take your pension because... you know, I'm here to do the right thing. And evidently they were not, you know, so they convinced her to have this deferred annuity, even though she didn't have a job, didn't have any way to pay her bills. They said, put it in this and wait five years. And she's after three months, too late to fix it. She's saying, what am I supposed to live on for the next five years? And they don't have an answer for her. Wow. But they cashed their commission check and it's really sad. They sold her the wrong annuity. Now, if she had other assets it would have, and, and had other income, it would have been maybe a decent annuity. But in this case, of course, as I just mentioned, her pension was such that it was better than she could get on the open market through an annuity. Now, a lot of the pensions at the company, Boeing, uh, aren't as good as you can get on the open market. So it just depends on how well your union negotiated. So these are things that need to be looked at. And then qualitatively, the annuity that she selected wasn't one I would have selected, or that they selected for her, wasn't one I would have. And I'm going to guess her commissions were higher than the one I would have if, had, I, had I even offered the annuity, which I wouldn't have in this case. So not only do you have to have the right annuity, right plan, you got to have the right advisor that actually isn't trying to hard sell you and push you into something. I would have pulled you out of that annuity pot and it wouldn't have been right for you. Uh, and and you got to have somebody who understands the ins and outs has done a financial plan for you. If if they had done a financial plan, I'm pretty sure they would have noticed that she wouldn't have any cash flow for five years, and they can't do an annuity with her mm-hmm. that's deferred for five years. Pretty sure about that, Jeff. I don't know. I'm just thinking. Uh, so you know, it's just mm-hmm. it just 
it really upset me. She was crying, but there was nothing I could do to help. The money was all tied up, and that was that. We're talking about annuities here on Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And Brian, you know, they're under the umbrella of immediate and deferred annuities. They're also fixed, fixed index, and there are variable annuities. Let's talk about the fixed annuities a little bit. How do they differ from the fixed index? Yeah, a fixed annuity is not designed for cash flow for life. It is simply essentially a savings account where you they tell you exactly what they're going to pay you. So if you buy a four-year fixed annuity and you put in 100000 I can tell you precisely how much you'll, they'll pay you at the end of the four years because it's fixed. So that's what they are. And why would somebody do one? You know, probably because they went to the bank and said, what will you give me? And the bank said X. And uh, what will the insurance company give me? Uh, X plus one and a quarter percent. Oh, okay, I'd rather have more rather than less, so I'll go with the insurance company product. So they're really... Just something that you do in lieu of uh, a CD type investment or a five-year treasury that pays less than 0.3 and doesn't pay anything hardly at all. So if you just want safe money for a period of time, you want to know exactly what you're going to get as interest and it's the highest interest of anything you've been able to find online, that's probably a fixed annuity. We're talking about annuities here with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. Again, if you've got questions, call 844-MADRONA, or if you want to get a free financial plan, 844-MADRONA. You can also request it online at madronafinancial.com. And Brian, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about annuities and more when our show continues right after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, I don't like those annuities. I hear they're bad. And so I I just want to do an analogy for you. Let's say that there's a new social security that you can sign up for. You can have the one you have, or you can have the one that actually pays increasing lifetime cash flow that's better than inflation. And it's also projected that it's a second to die policy. And so the, the plan will keep paying as long as you or your spouse is alive, no matter how long you live, that increasing amount. You have access to some money from this Social Security plan along the way if you needed it in case of an emergency. If you died prematurely, if you both died prematurely, then instead of nothing going to your heirs, they'll actually pay the heirs a bunch of money and they might even add some life insurance to it. Well, you'd say, well, that's a pretty cool Social Security plan. I want to sign up for that. Well, that's essentially what a fixed index annuity can do. And so where appropriate for you, based upon your financial plan that's being done, that can offer those things. So there's three ways ways that I know of to get lifetime cash flow. It's either through Social Security, it's through a pension, most of us don't have one, or you can buy a fixed index annuity as a substitute for the pension that you either have or don't have. And so when I hear people say, I don't like those annuities, I'm thinking you don't like increasing cash flow for life second to die that can't run out throughout your retirement years, but you like your Social Security, you probably just don't understand what a fixed index annuity can do. And that was Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Madrona Financial. Investments, retirement, taxes, and legacy. MadronaFinancial.com. Get your free copy of Brian's latest book, The Complete Book of Retirement. It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. 
Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to complete our discussion on the ins and outs of annuities. And Brian, you know, I spoke with a friend of mine who spoke with his broker dealer. Actually, it's a financial planner who is a broker dealer, not a fiduciary. It's one of those planners whose names are on the side of buildings. And he asked about annuities and his broker dealer said, well, I I don't sell those because just the fees are too high. Why would that broker dealer say something like that? Yeah, well, he was right. I mean, he was talking about variable annuities, though, and that's something I don't sell. Um, Variable annuities um, are essentially, you do, the underlying investment is you have to select different funds that are invested in stocks and bonds, and stocks and bonds are volatile. Now, the variable annuities generally have a rider, maybe a cash flow for life rider with them, so they can pay you over time. But your underlying investment is tied to the market. Now, they're going to have some guarantees that if you put money in and you leave it there for 10 years, you can't go completely backwards on that. So there is some guarantee there, but there's really high fees. So as you're earning money, they're taking a bunch out. They take a whole bunch up front. They take a whole bunch annually. And so you're kind of you know, uh, going, running uphill against the wind a little bit on that. And so what he is referring to is, if he wants to invest somebody in the stock market, wouldn't it be better to skip the fees and just invest in the stock market and have at least at least lower fees? You still got fees. And so he's right that he, he shouldn't be selling annuities in that case probably. Yeah, if he was just had the mindset that everybody needed all of their money in the stock market all of the time. And there's a lot of advisors out there like that. The guy that says he hates annuities thinks everybody should be in the stock market 100% of the time all of the time. Well, okay. That's not that's not very accurate when I'm talking to my people entering retirement. They don't want that. So, you know, the industry has been pushing that. If you're one of those big companies and all this stuff, they push, 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 putting all your money in the market all of the time and just close your eyes, throw your TV out the window and your computer, too, so that you don't follow what's going on because it'll drive you nuts. Now, they don't spend that time figuring out how to do all these different asset classes, how to how to work them all in. And they don't sell fixed index annuities because I assume the commissions are not high enough for them. And fixed index annuities don't have those high fees. So, so they're talking about variable annuities, something we don't sell. And Brian, I've heard with variable annuities, uh, certainly that the fees can be high. I've heard them as high as sometimes as much as 6%. But with your fixed fixed index annuities, what are the fees involved with those? I mean, are they as high as variable or do they have fees at all? Yeah, everything has fees, but it's who's paying them. So with a fixed index annuity, you can get you know those for accumulation, or you can buy them for deferred ones that pay you lifetime cash flow. Uh, generally speaking, they never have a commission that's paid by the investor. And so any commission that's paid out on them is paid out by the insurance company out of, off of their balance sheet and paid directly to the advisor. And so if you put $100,000 into one, and let's say that it's a deferred annuity, and you look at your statement, it's going to say 100000 Oh, okay, they didn't take anything out. Great. Well, what's your management fee on that, Brian? What's Madrona's management fee? Well, we don't charge a management fee on that. So let's say that uh, we know that fixed index annuities are not in the market, 
and we know that they have a floor of zero annually. So let's say you buy one for 100000 and after two years, you haven't paid attention. You, oh no, I've had this two years, and the market crashed both years. How much do you have? So you open up your statement, and with uh, most of these, you're going to look at them and go, oh, I have 100000 It didn't go backwards whatsoever. No fees from Madrona, no fees from the insurance company, no market losses, no nothing. That's one of the components of a fixed index annuity, most of them, that, that they don't go backwards. Brian, with a deferred annuity, we know that the annuity gains some interest in the time that it is held before you begin to take the withdrawals. Is that annuity's growth taxed, and are the withdrawals and income payments taxed? Yeah, the growth is not taxed, but as you take money out, if it's a qualified annuity, nobody's ever paid tax on any of it, so it's just like an IRA account, and so all of it would be taxable. And if it's a non-qualified account where you have some basis in it, just a portion of that would be taxable. And so, yeah, with these deferred annuities, I just said they have a floor of zero. They can go up in value when markets uh, are good, depending on your underlying indexes that you selected. And when you have gains in a given year, they're locked in permanently, losses you ignore. Brian, I've got a life insurance policy that really, I really, quite honestly, don't any longer need. Could that be swapped or turned into an annuity if I wanted to? Well, the life insurance policy, you can also do the Section 1035 exchanges into other life insurance policies. And okay. We didn't get into that today, but I sure like those fixed index universal life policies in the right situations because they can accumulate where you can take money out income tax-free in your retirement. So that's I should have a new article coming out in a national publication soon on that topic, and, and, and certainly not only for people listening, but for their kids and grandkids. I called it the, the greatest gifting strategy of our era, so, so hopefully that thing will come out soon and we can uh, do a feature on that on the radio show. Brian, can an annuity have any sort of legacy aspect to it? Yeah, in two different ways. One is, of course, if you die prematurely, the money doesn't go back to the insurance company that's in the account. It goes to your heirs, and some of them add a life insurance feature. But let's say that you, you know, a lot of people go, well, gee, if I live a long time, there's going to be nothing left for my heirs. But I remind them, if they didn't have the annuity and didn't have all that free money coming in retirement or in their later years, then they would have had to get their money to live on from somewhere. And they would have had to take it from their other accounts. But if they had this money coming in from the annuity, it's that much less that they have to take from other accounts that they can pass on to the next generation. And then the final thing I remind them of is if you want to leave all this money to your heirs, you're not forced to spend it. Just because you're getting a monthly check every month till you're, you know, 95 years old doesn't mean you have to spend it. If you want to squirrel it away and give it to the next generation, that's up to you, but it's free money from the insurance company by that point. So as you've heard, there are a lot of ins and outs about annuities. There's a lot to know about them with deferred and immediate annuities, and then we have the fixed, fixed index and the variable annuities. I'm sure that you have a lot of questions about annuities and how they may fit into your retirement plan. If you do have questions, again, Brian and the team here at Madrona Financial Services certainly has the answers for you. Your questions are welcomed by calling 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And as always, madronafinancial.com is the website. Brian, let's switch gears here a little bit. We've talked about the unemployment in the United States these days. Brian, how is your company doing through all this? Well, we've actually done just fine. Um, not only did I not let anybody go, I was actually hiring, and I am hiring. And so I, I did want to mention this, that if you are or know somebody who is an experienced CPA in public accounting, we are hiring. We're hiring in Bellevue. We're hiring in Everett. Ideally, I would hire a senior person in my Bellevue office, 
we, we've gotten to the point where I very often we can't even take on new clients at the CPA firm because, you know, we've had such good growth of business in that area. And it's difficult to find, you know, experienced CPAs. So if you're a CPA, whether full-time or you can work tax season only or know somebody and you think that they might uh, enjoy working in a kind of vibrant kind of office like the Bauer Evans Madrona Financial offices, we absolutely have openings in the Bellevue office right now. And if somebody can't make it to the Bellevue office, we certainly probably could consider them for a remote type work. We're also hiring a financial operations assistant on Madrona Financial, someone to assist our, our oper- operations manager kind of thing. So we, and I've, I've hired, let's see, I've, this quarter alone, I've hired three new financial advisors. Wow. Uh, doubling, yeah, doubling that. So like I started the show, if you are skilled and, and you have experience, you can find jobs. There are people hiring. <laughs> We're one of those people that are hiring. So if you are an experienced CPA and you're listening to this broadcast right now and you have an interest in Bauer Evans CPAs, how can people apply for that job, get in touch with you and present their resume? I would suggest you go to the website. You should do that anyway, because if you're going to apply for a job and you don't know anything about us, you're probably not going to get that job. So you got you to gotta at least uh, research us a little bit, look at the website, check us out, and then send us a, a contact uh, information and, and your resume so we can follow up with you from that point. So once again, that is experienced CPAs. If you want to work in a vibrant financial planning firm with a CPA firm where there's a lot of synergy and you're working with a lot of nice people and dealing with a lot of great clients, Madrona Financial and Bauer Evans CPAs very well, may be a very good choice for you. Well, Brian, we are out of time for this week. Unfortunately, you know, I think you've said it all today, pretty much. We get started and then time runs out. So I want to invite people again, once again, to check out the website. It is madronafinancial.com. The number to call for questions, 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. Have a great day. Many people are experiencing unexpected job loss and find themselves in uncharted waters. From some of the largest employers in our area laying off employees to the smallest having to close their doors, this is impacting many of us and our neighbors. Losing a job is hard enough, but with the added stress of what to do with your 401k or other employer-sponsored plans, it can feel overwhelming. At Madrona Financial Services, we are here to help bring clarity, direction, and strategy to your financial world. Our staff of wealth managers and CPAs can answer your questions and provide the type of guidance these times require. You can start by scheduling a complimentary phone call or virtual meeting so we can discuss your personal situation and how we may be able to help. There are important financial considerations when it comes to certain employer-sponsored plans. We'll help explain your options so you can avoid any unnecessary penalties or taxes. Schedule your complimentary meeting today at 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. madronafinancial.com That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. The word volatile is rarely used when describing something desirable. It's usually not associated with pleasant outcomes and doesn't sound very appealing unless you're describing a roller coaster or some other thrill ride. And when it comes to your retirement plan, volatile is the last word you want to hear when talking about your nest egg. At Madrona Financial Services, we like to focus on other words when it comes to retirement planning. Words like predictability, opportunity, and security. 
And while we may live in volatile times, there are strategies that you could be using right now to lessen or even possibly eliminate its impact on your portfolio. If you're concerned about your exposure to market volatility, call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA to schedule your complimentary review. We'll perform a risk analysis of your current portfolio and then discuss the ways we can help you achieve your retirement goals without taking unnecessary chances with your nest egg. Take back control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA or visit us at madronafinancial.com. In today's fast-paced world, we're used to having information at our fingertips. And when you're trying to research something, more information is always better, especially when it comes to retirement planning. That's why Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services, has made his 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement available for free. You can get your free copy by visiting madronafinancial.com. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement covers the basics of retirement planning. Brian shares his thoughts on investing, taxes, estate planning, lifestyle, and more. As a CPA and investment advisor, Brian has the knowledge to help make your retirement planning process manageable. Brian has also been a featured speaker on CNBC and Fox Business. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement will give you a thorough analysis from an expert. Madrona Financial offers beneficial information to properly prepare for retirement. Get your free copy of the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement by visiting madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com.